0: Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live the the Fuel. Welcome to Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney.
1: All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I'm bringing you another brand new co-host, and here's some fun little spin. It's a guy that found me through this little event that we've been talking a lot about, Uh, The event I'm referring to was founded by the great Cole Hatter, who has recently been on the show, and we've had 16, 17 prior co-hosts, all people that I've met thanks to that wonderful event, Thrive, Make Money Matter. So without further ado, I'm going to give you a little quick skinny on this gentleman. Uh, This guy found me through the group, uh, but he's got one hell of a long bio. He's been getting after it in life, so I'm going to let him dig into it a little bit deeper for you all, but real quick, I'm just going to give you a start off and get a little taste of him, but you know, at the age of three... He lost his little brother from Sid. So his father had his own company at the time, barely got to see him before he passed uh, because he was so busy with the company. So we've talked a lot about life balance on this show. Uh, so due to this, father walked away from the business, took a nine-to-five job, dedicated his life to being the best father he could for them. I love that little piece. He never missed a sporting event, concert, opportunity to work with him at the, at the shop, etc. cetera. Uh, so at a young age, realized that money was not in abundance in the family which let's be real, this happens to a lot of us. And if he wanted nice stuff, he was going to have to go earn it himself. So working two jobs at 16 years old, I like this guy already. I started at 14 um, and signed a competition. (laughs) One of them being an electrical apprenticeship, uh, set three goals for himself that year. At 23, wanted to write... uh, right? A red seal. Uh, and this could be a typo, but I, I'm about to to dig into that. Uh, at 24, wanted to buy a full-size truck. I love it because all my firefighting buddies uh, all had trucks. And at 25, wanted to buy his own house. I mean, that's hustling. I wasn't even thinking about that stuff yet. So this gentleman's uh, website and his brand is The Reinvestors, and you can find him at thereinvestors.ca. So without further ado, let's jump in here. Randy Molland, welcome to the show, sir.
0: Thanks so much, Scott. Appreciate it. Thanks for that awesome
1: intro. I was working on it. You got so much going on. That was only the first paragraph. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so for our listeners, guys, we were just joking around because literally we just got to get to know each other. And this is the power of networking. You got to reach out. You got to grow your audience. You got to grow your exposure, even if you don't have a podcast or you don't have a YouTube channel. We talked about this before. Randy, what do you think about that line of, hey, man, you know, your net worth is your network your network is your net worth, however you want to spin that, whichever direction you want it. But what do you think about that?
0: I couldn't I couldn't believe in that more. Um, so one thing that we've actually done is we've just been reaching out to anybody and everybody that we can be that's better than us, right? You always strive to put people around you that are better than you. And um, mentoring is actually one of my main focuses of my life. I've been so blessed with so many mentors along the way. And that's just built the network around me, which has allowed me to build my net worth as I grow.
1: I love that. And so, and just catch the listeners up. This guy's twenty six. Okay, I'm turning forty in two weeks, and it's like again, I always joke around. The age is only a number, and uh, it, it's crazy because like I was just I was just telling you, Rain, like this weekend I was actually up on stage talking about uh, my topic was embracing change for lifestyle success down at the Mid Atlantic Podcast Conference. That'll be an episode airing shortly because once we finished the whole weekend event, um, I, I grabbed my mics because I travel with my gear, set it up in the, in the bar restaurant area just outside the venue. And just said, all right, man, let's just sit down and rap. And I met with a couple of dudes, and when, next thing you know, we probably cycled through four or five different co-hosts, <laughs> wow. just because, like, oh, dude, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. All of a sudden, somebody just sits down and grabs a mic. There was so much energy; it was hilarious. I've never done an episode like that ever. It's gonna be the most weird, eclectic. What did I? I said this multiple times. It'll be on the YouTube video too. It was over two hours long. It wow. just kept we just kept going, and I, I think multiple times I just like leaned in towards the camera, and I'm like this will be the longest episode ever aired on Live the Fuel. Or then I would lean in like, this is officially the most longest episode and the most diverse co-host list ever. It was just crazy energy. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about because you and I were geeking out before we started the show about events and the energy of events. Yeah. So what what do you got on that?
0: Yeah, even just like we're just spitballing names that we're going to try and reach out to at the event. That's how quick and powerful it is just through a few conversations. Yeah. Thrive make thought- money
1: matter, man. Like we yeah. have how about this, dude? How about this is cool for you and I. So again, for our listeners, guys, like I've talked about isogenics before on this show. That's the nutrition company that I I help run a business with. And these this is a multi, multi-million dollar, like cleanest, healthiest nutrition on the planet in multiple to multiple countries now. And crazy small circle. Randy here connects with me thanks to the Thrive Make Money Matter community, not Thrive, the other nutrition company. This is a purpose-driven organization, I guess you want to call it, thanks to what Cole Hatter has created. And I attended it last year. I'm back there again this year. And then Randy reaches out to me to that. And then he's like, I guess he must have dug into me, researched me a little bit. And then it's like, oh dude, fellow isogenics guy too. And like, it's crazy how these circles collide. And you and I both agree that isogenics is just a piece, a piece of our puzzle, but it's a nice to have a nice healthy side hustle mixed into what we're doing. Right.
0: Yeah, it's part of the building blocks of actually building that, like we were just talking about those multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. taking little drips from everywhere. So it's, it's hard to just slowly focus on one thing, but when you can focus on multiple things, bring it all together under one umbrella, like you're doing with, uh, with the podcast and the whole um, branding of everything, it actually ends up, you're like, I'm so over the place. And all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, it's all coming together nicely. And, and that's, it just makes it so much easier to connect with people because you're so spread out, meeting everywhere.
1: I, I agree because I think I think what makes us all unique and individual is the pieces of our unique lives. Like I was never uh, an electrical apprenticeship uh, piece of my lifestyle. I've had have worn many hats. I've done a lot of careers. We could probably geek out when we go out to Vegas. We'll sit yeah. down. I guarantee you we'll have to have like a little. Hey, how many jobs did you have? How many different positions did you have? You know, before twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, I've I've got a good list that I haven't really thought of in a while, and I, I could probably uh, run out a good list for you. Um, but real quick, before we dive into, like, again, Power Thrive, networking, your reinvestor brand, you wrote a large bio for a reason. Even, you know, 26 to me is young, but I, I remember at 26 I was having what's called the quarter life crisis with my career and what I was doing and going back to school and everything else and my freedom. So I only gave a slight dent into that. Uh, did you want to dig into that a little bit more? Help me understand more about you. I skimmed over it, but I, I as I was reading through, I was like, you know what? I think the, the audience needs to hear from you, and it'll just help me understand because all I can do is read it, and it's, I think it's it's more powerful when I hear it, and that's why I have a podcast.
0: <laughs> absolutely, Scott. That's, uh, that's the reason for the big bio is because it's just been a whole series of life events that have led to where I am. It's not just like, oh, I decided to create a real estate investing company and go do something. Yeah. It all started with, you know, losing that little brother at such a young age and, and my, my family giving up everything to keep the family together. My dad did such a great job of really focusing on what can I do to keep the family together. And that was to just focus on bringing a paycheck in every month and being a part of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, ho- holy, uh, holy, great influence on life balance and putting your family first, right? Totally. That's basically what your so. dad did.
0: Yeah. And so he set the precedence for me growing up that money doesn't mean anything really. You don't need money to be happy. And I've always been brought up that way. But it's always one of those things that if you wanted something, I had to go work for it. There Mm -hmm. was no there was no gifts. So um, in high school, I was, you know, I I was very good in school, but I never liked it. And like most entrepreneurs, I had a little bit of ADD. I didn't want to go to class and I was still flying through. And so I
1: hated uh, school, too. It's okay. Yeah, you're you're, you're in like uh, circles here. And, Although I ended uh, up enjoying my, it later when I was an adult. How weird, how weird is yeah, that? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Right. <laughs> and then, um, I ended up, um, trades is in my family, a lot of electricians and plumbers and, and everything like that. So I was like, Hey, I'll dive into that. Um, started doing some electrical work. And, um, then I took on an apprenticeship, uh, at 16 while I was working at sport mart sport check or all those good things. And then I, um, Really dove into that, and I was like, you know what? If I keep at this, I'm at such a young age. I had some again good mentors tell me early, if you keep going, you're going to be able to reach those goals. You have to set the goals to keep going. And so I'm like, oh, great, set the goals out to complete the Red Steel. Just so you know, is um a Red Steel Journeyman, which is oh. your Journeyman ticket meaning here.
1: Okay, because like it's
0: a Canadian version
1: of it. You and I were geeking out. Like one of my, like I guess, say my biggest contract that I have for sales and marketing and business development is in the HVAC refrigeration yeah. industry. So I understand the blue collar trades, the tradesmen's and stuff like that. Um, and it's funny because people call them blue collars trades, but if, if you build a successful business, it's some serious white collar income. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and so I just never heard the red, the red, red steel, red seal, red seal, red seal. Yeah. And obviously red seal, meaning that's like the badge of the electrical journeyman. Uh, it's
0: like any apprenticeship trade in okay. Canada. You got oh, it's in Canada. Certified. Okay. There yeah. I mean, it's it's nationwide, so it means I can work across Canada anywhere.
1: Yeah. Let's be real. Again, to our listeners, guys, like we're currently chatting to a gentleman hanging out in in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. So, what do we got? A three hour difference? Yeah. Are you West yeah. Coast time? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, um, so so apprenticeship, where'd you go? Yeah. now? I mean, so so really, you've been you've been handed or you worked you you, you went hustling yeah. for it. So, to be fair, the average person getting into a journeyman apprenticeship, whether you're in the US, Canada, anywhere else, to me, it's like, boom, there's your career path, bro. Like you got a lineup, go for it. Right. Some people are excited about that.
0: Yeah, I was set. I, um, again, we talk about, you know, mentors and networks. I found, um, a journeyman who nobody else wanted to work under because they all wanted to be spoon fed what to do. They all wanted to show up to work do the easiest job and do that. And this guy wanted to, you know, he wanted an apprentice. Sounds kind of boring. And he would say, Hey, go wire that house. And I'm going to go take care of some other stuff. And I'm like, dude, you're going to give me the opportunity to do this. Sweet. Like I'm jumping on that. And then he'll um, so come like, back
1: obviously and rip out whatever you screw up.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it, his, his words were, if you mess up, just get in the van and drive away. Cause I don't want to have to kick your ass. So was oh, saying, yeah. oh, that was, I like, I like this
1: guy. This yeah, so, is some good motivation here.
0: Yeah. We got along really great. And um, <laughs> one thing, my, again, through the, the family, my dad, he's been such an impact in my life. He gave me a quote that was, Build your reputation, not your bank account, and you'll be successful in life. And he just kept preaching that to me. And so even when I was just working in general, I'm like, I have to do the cleanest, the best work, because if I build that reputation, I'll be able to get employed anywhere. I wanted to be employable by any company. I wanted people fighting over me, just my mentality. So as I was going through the apprenticeship, um, I was always thriving to be the best in the company, trying to beat everyone that's the sports in me, trying to always be number one. Nice. And um, I was able to set pretty achievable goals for me at the time. Um, I wanted to you know, get the, the red seal, the truck, and the house, and that's just something that I knew that if I achieved that, I would be well on my way to being successful in the sense of creating money and wealth to be able to provide for my family in case anything did happen, like with my dad's situation. Yeah,
1: I like that. And actually, while you're saying that, I'm actually gonna share this uh, screen right here because I have your notes that you had sent me um, up in front of me, and I love you, the quote you just told me here, That you know, build your reputation, not your bank account. If you do this, you'll be successful. So um, I just want to give some verbiage because some people, uh, yeah. maybe they, and and, I, and some people can see it. Some people can hear it. We got both going on. Um, but I like that because this is a good connection. Part of the show's goal is, uh, you know, obviously I'm Gen X. So there's the Gen X, then there's Gen Y, and then there's the millennials. And uh, you're technically a millennial, right? Yeah. So you're my target audience. Like I am trying to create an influential platform that gives back to not just your generation, but even my own generation that may still have their heads up their asses, right? So it's like, yeah. hey guys, like let's let's pull the head out. Let's peek up, take your head out of the sand and say, oh, there's other stuff going on out here. Uh, but before we, you know, I let you dig deeper into that, I really liked your point. Um I think a lot of us when we're in our 20s, especially in those those types of positions in life, we're like, you know what, we look at the car or the, the the physical possession as a sense of reward. And there's nothing wrong with that. Let's be real. Like if that's what drives you and that's what motivates you and you achieve it and you don't put yourself further into debt like a lot of this happens here in the US of A, we do love our debt here. I'm guilty yeah. of it. Um great. That means you're just you, you have a goal and you know how to go for it. And if you achieve it without you know destroying your life along the way, you're on the right track. But I'm Thanks. sure fast forward to today, real quick I'm sure your goal setting and your end results probably have changed a little bit since the whole car house family thing, right?
0: They change by the hour now, (laughs) (laughs) depending on the phone call I get that day. depends on where my goals go for the next year. One phone call can, can change something so quickly right now for the way we're going with what we're doing.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. So, so, so let's take us back into the rest of the story here. So, uh, this, this is right here, man. This is what I wanted to hear next. So this guy became your friend, your mentor, and he literally passed away on a job site due to an accident?
0: Yeah, so we ended up becoming good buddies. Um, We both bought houses at the same time in the same neighborhood, Yeah. and we uh, were approached by our boss. and He's like, you two are killing it. I want out of the industry. Would you two be interested in taking over the company? And we're like, he looked at me and said, dude, you're the one that's driven ambitious. I'm just a good electrician why don't you build the brand and the company and take it over and I'll just be a right-hand man. So he's always instilled that belief in me. And then, um, one day I was just driving home and I got a phone call saying, Hey, something's happened to Rob is his name. I, you know, we don't know exactly what it is. Stand by.
1: And we talk about like a stroke or a heart attack or,
0: um, no, that was the accident. That was, so I just was driving home from work one day and I get a phone call from my boss saying something happened to Rob, who was my journeyman and mentor.
1: Yeah.
0: And, And so I'm like, okay. So I get a phone call back about an hour late and saying Rob was hit by a telephone pole. He was put in a telephone pole that day. And the crane slipped and the whole telephone pole fell and hit him. And we're talking like a, like a one foot at the top telephone pole. No, I mean,
1: um, and I don't know how much you dug into my history, but I, I spent a couple years doing wildland firefighting out West. So trust me, like you could get killed from what's called a widow maker, obviously widow maker, meaning you die and you left behind a widow. Uh, but you can get killed just from a large branch coming down. So Mm -hmm. we were always doing heads up training and everything else. So, I mean, how often do you plan on a secured telephone pole with the power of a crane to screw that up? That's crazy.
0: It's one of those million things, right? He, he, the crane slipped. everyone yelled, run four guys went left. He went right. Like, you know. And if you don't know one where it's going to go right, one step to the left, it's a different story. So, um, I realized that really quickly after the accident, though, I realized that there's nothing I can do to change what had happened. And all I could do was focus on myself at this point and how I wanted to go about it forward, right? Wow. I had to take this on. And, and that's part of what my parents did, right? When my younger brother passed away, my dad, we just had this conversation that day. He had to keep the family together and stay positive and keep going forward. Cause if he just stopped living life, he, you know, mom doesn't get fed. The babies don't get fed. You know, I don't, my brother doesn't get fed.
1: Yeah. You got to keep hustling, man. got to pay yes. the bills.
0: So I realized pretty quickly that I needed to do something other than sit here and, and complain about it and, and not be, you know, and, and, and wonder, well, what if, what if is never going to happen? So let's just focus on me now and what can I do? Hmm. And so I was uh, fortunate enough to get a very good counselor and I went to him with a smile on my face and I walk in the room he's like, hey, Brandy, I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's going on? Sit down tell me the story. I'm like, man, I'm so excited to be here. And he's like, well, I don't understand. I'm like, I am so excited for you to change my life. I know coming here is going to be so impactful for me just growing up through counseling and I knew how impactful it was. I said, I don't want to be sad about what's happened. I don't want you to sit here and try and make me depressed or feel bad about it or anything like that. I'm not upset by any means. I want to learn how to take this energy that I'm feeling into a positive
1: map. You know, I'm pretty impressed with you, man. That's really ridiculous uh, and awesome because I, I, I bring on a regular sports psychologist. Uh, uh, there's a great team here. They travel all over the country called Mind of the Athlete, and they're all sports and athletically driven. So they have multiple sports psychologists. Uh, so shout out to Dr. Megan, uh, who's a regular co host on the show. And then they have a sports nutritionist. But most importantly, we talk a lot. Like, even though my, top, my tagline for the show is we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle, we end up talking a lot about mindset. And especially lifestyle, right? So that's pretty powerful that you had. I'm going to go ahead and you know give you a stroke, you know, pat on the back here, like the intelligence to recognize the fact that you weren't trying to play what was me. You weren't trying to fall into a depression. You were ready to take action, and you needed strategic help to get there. Whereas a lot of people aren't even at that point yet, many, many, many times. So I mean, kudos to that. That must have been seriously your upbringing, your dad, or something. Like, why waste any time? What do I got to do to obviously embrace what happened, you know, get through it, but let's like, you know, let's stop wasting time. What do I got to do next? How do I get through? I like that.
0: Yeah. And so I sat down with these counselors and, and with my, and my parents, you know, the first phone call I made was to my parents. And, and in the first phone conversation I said to my mom was mom, I'm going to need a good counselor for this." That was mm-hmm. the first words. I just knew in my head that that was going to save me. So after the counselor meetings, the guy's asking, well, what's the best thing that's happened to you? Then? you want to talk positive? let's talk positive. What happened to you in the past month that's really just inspired you? And I'm like, oh, we just bought houses in the same neighborhood like three weeks prior. Hmm. And so he barely was even moved in. You know, last time I saw him, he brought a housewarming gift for me at 9am. It was a couple of beers and we just skipped work that day and had some beers in the morning, right? That's the kind of friendship that we had.
1: That's cool. And
0: cool. Yeah. And so that's a good memory to go out on, right? I can't yeah. complain about that. And, um, and so he's like, wow. He's like, well, why don't we channel this energy into buying another house? And I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm 24 at the time. I just spent all my money on this house. I furnished it. You know, I was a young 24 year old with money and was like, hey, and that it. was.
1: And were you living in that investment?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, I was living in that one at the time. And then um, he's like, well, hey, let's find a way to make it work. You have so much energy. that's us channel. So I spent the next six months just barricaded in my rooms, reading books, studying, learning, educating. Podcasts became the biggest thing in my life. Um, mobile libraries, people call it, right? I suddenly music. I, I, I tell
1: people to turn their car into a mobile university. Yeah, There's exactly. no excuses. You can list to mindless radio or you can start sponging up knowledge.
0: Yeah. So that's what I did. I, a lot of self development. Um, I read a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, um, and it night changed night. my life. Changed my life. So I started waking up at 4 a.m. every day, going for uh, meditating, which I'd never done before. Um, and that was probably the biggest game changer was I really felt calm and relaxed, no anxiety, no nothing. When I was meditating, uh, reading books, which I, you know, hadn't done much of, um, going to the gym every single day, religiously six days a week, 4am. It didn't matter what any of my friends were doing. Didn't matter anything. I just knew that this was my thing for the next six months. Mm. So I was pretty dedicated and committed to that. Cause I knew that if I got off track, it would only take one beer on the wrong night to head down the wrong trail. And I didn't yeah. want to go down that
1: trail. That's a good point. I mean, I mean, it's, if you have an addictive personality, which I have a few people that I know of, uh, and actually a, a friend of a friend recently is now like out in Texas. Um, she was put in for a, a drug addiction and she didn't want to go. And luckily it's not a close friend of mine, but anyway, it's also seated the point yeah. is, is I tell people all the time, like, you know what, I'm an adrenaline junkie. So I technically I have an addictive personality. I just never allowed it to go down that negative path. We do have a choice. Again, I'm not a PhD. I can't be counseling people and telling people right now about this. But I'm telling you, I only, I only minored in psychology at the university. But I've mindsets huge. I study this stuff all the time, like, and I live it. That's the other thing. I like, I live it. Like guys, like own it. Like if you're having addictive personality, cool. Know you got it, and then know what to do with it. And that's what I'm hearing from you right now
0: hundred percent. So prior to his past, not that I was a 24 year old single guy going out for a beer every few nights, every night wasn't a big, well, that's what
1: you're deal, supposed right? to do, right? You're in that age right? bracket. I was and, from time to and time.
0: Partying going out was all fun. But as soon as he passed away, um, I quit drinking on the spot. Um, Boom. Just didn't go out, didn't do anything. And and that was all part of, again, I don't know what the subconscious mind in me said, but it said, if you keep on track. And so I saw my counselors, I did this, I studied everything. And ended up on the right path now instead mm-hmm. of the wrong path. And so whatever my subcon and kudos to my mom and dad and, and brother for being that rock and that support that if I was feeling bad, I would just go to their house and hang out with them. Yeah. And they're so uplifting, right? Supportive. All those things that you need to keep fueling that going forward.
1: Well, Han, I don't want to lose our path in this story, but yeah. I, I do, I'm always trying to create balance. And what you just said here is powerful. I'm very excited for that. And I grew up in a good family too. I didn't really, I didn't have a whole lot of warm fuzzy. I think that came later in life. Once I like left to go firefight and they, I was risking my life and I came back, they were all, it just changed everything for the better. Um, but what about the people listening right now who don't have that home structure? Is is this still viable? Do you feel that it's still capable? Because um, these people are listening to your words right now. And then- I, that's the first thing I thought of when I'm thinking about my audience. I'm like, you know what? There's somebody listening to this right now. It's like, I don't have a cool mom and dad like that, or I don't have that supportive mom and dad structure. Do I have that if I asked? Maybe not. I mean, it can't hurt to ask. <laughs> you know, ask for that help. But what if they ask and they don't get it? Like, What do you think about that?
0: Uh, it's, such a, it's such a tough position. I have friends that aren't as close with their family as I am with mine. Mm-hmm. And, and I strongly believe that if you reach out to enough people, there's people that are willing to help you.
1: Boom, uh, power of the network. That's what I'm Power of the network. We're going back full circle. That's where I wanted, where I wanted totally. you to go with it and you went there. Yeah. That's awesome because like, listen, we have a choice, okay? If you don't have the right influence in your inner circle, change your inner circle, okay? Absolutely. Famous Jim Rohn, man, we're the product of the five people we spend the most time with change your inner circle. You don't have to like give up on your family. They're still there or your best friends are still there. But if you're looking for changing life path influence, you might have to start and find new connections, mastermind groups, communities, going to events, whatever it may be.
0: I'll tie into that. So after all this, I, that's one of the quotes that really changed my mind about everything. It was, five people to hang out with the most. So I started analyzing who I hang out with. Mm -hmm. Every Friday night, they're out at the bar. Well, I wasn't going to the bar anymore. So who did I have to hang out with? My parents, who were very supportive, right? So it was was like that. So I started finding this entrepreneurial path that I had always wanted to go down that didn't know how. And I started hanging with entrepreneurs more. I was just calling my buddies who were in on Friday nights, studying, reading books, getting educated. Man, like- Different different kind of hustle. Oh man, like it doesn't take very long to realize that, I learned more in one month with hanging out with them than it in 12 months with my other friends and nothing against my friends are fantastic. I'm still very close with a lot of them, but they just don't have that same mindset of me as I'm willing to drop everything to do the next thing. Hmm. And that was, I was willing to drop it all to get to that next level. And that's something common in entrepreneurs is that you have to, you know, Gary Vee and, and Grant Cardone and all those guys say it, you have to be able to leave your friends behind to go achieve that next level.
1: Well, and I'll take a page out of uh, I was just literally for the third time straight I, this past week, I've been crushing some major sales goals, like and sales development goals. So I was like, you know what I bought out, I brought out a great, great book from Grant Cardone. Grant spoke at thrive, make money matter last year, Crushed the yeah. stage. The guys just got a whole different kind of presence. Like Gary V's got his own presence and Grant's got his own presence. Um, but the, uh, the closers, the survival guide, the closer survival guys, yeah. a great, great book. And, I love the one term in here because he he's calls out, he's like, listen, man, he's like, if you're not closing, you're not living. Number one, but he's like, number two, he's like, listen, you take the C off. Cause let's, you know, let's say you're not closing. Let's take that C off. You're losing. You're a loser. He's like, if you're not a closer, you're a loser. And I'm like, man, that was harsh. But I was like, let's apply that back to here. Consider selling yourself on what the next steps are, what the next influencer is in your life. So you need to close that deal on yourself. I right, consider your own internal sales process. Like I'm not trying to say, I'm going to go out and like sell something on a car or a house right now, or investing in real estate. Like your business is we're going to get into here, but it's like you need to convince yourself again. We're talking to the listeners, guys and ladies, if you're not happy with your inner circle, change it, sell yourself on that Close on yourself. That way you can't be your own loser. So I just, I just wanted to bring that up because it was so fresh in my mind and it just clicked. And I had to connect that with you, man, because if you're studying grant and you're studying Gary Vee and everybody else, we're on the same page.
0: Man, I, it, those Grant Cardone books were a game changer for me. Yeah. Really just a whole different it, level. Man, like when he's talking about if you get rear-ended, it's your fault because you were in the wrong spot at the wrong time, nobody <laughs> else's fault. It's like it's like once you realize that, like, oh, I have to take I have to take responsibility for
1: every action in my life. Oh, dude, I'm I, the most defensive driver. People I was like I was like I don't yeah. get I don't get rear-ended. People are like what yeah. do you mean? I was like I don't get rear-ended. I was like I know what's going on around my car at all times. Yeah. I mean, granted, I, I got into some accidents when I was younger because I was an idiot and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but as an adult, I was like, I don't, I have a clean record. I don't have any problems. There's no damage on my like, have, I have a dent on the one side of my car because I took my mountain bike off and wasn't paying attention and my shock absorber slammed into the roof. That's just me not paying attention to my mountain bike. <laughs> yeah. But no, man, I've had people almost rear into me and I'm, I'm watching. I will pace people. I'm just crazy because I travel so much. I watch somebody. If they're coming in too hot behind me, and I, I allow enough f- space in front of my car, I just let my brake off a little bit. So when I watch them come up hard and stop, I still think they may hit me. I just let my car roll forward a little bit. It gives them a little bit more of a landing zone to bring their car to a stop because I know that they weren't paying attention or they were probably texting on their iPhone. I do that crazy shit. Like I'm, I'm anal, but I'm like, dude, I don't want to have to have my car fixed because that person might not be insured, which means, and, that, I mean, and like to back to Grant's thing, if I let my car get hit, I may have to pay for that. I gotta take accountability for that.
0: So I was gonna say that that whole thing is it's not so much about your nerdiness and driving and being aware, <laughs> but it's that mindset of, hey, it's my responsibility, it's my actions for everything that I do. Yeah. So when it's every all, day, you know, if you don't close a deal, it's not the person's fault for not being. It's your fault for not doing a good enough job of selling, right? Well,
1: there's it's, that piece, and there's also yeah. the piece of I tell people in life, and it sounds like because you, I guarantee you, your level of from firefighting, a, ter- a term that I got to learn was your situational awareness. And we would always like, every time we were on a fire, man, I was like, yo guys, like we were always telling each other, yo, keep your SA up, you know, hey, SA, keep your SA up. <laughs> so we would say that for an abbreviation, but it meant situational awareness, right? Your head's up around your head, you hear the term, maybe, hey, man, you got to keep your head on a swivel. You know, it's very militaristic, but yeah, man, like you're out there protecting your own life, but also the other guys and ladies that you're fighting fire with, you know, you got to keep, like you're on sensory overload when you're that wired, but you're risking your life. So you have to keep your situational awareness around you, and it definitely applies in real life. What we're talking about right now, like what is going on around you, man? Are you controlling and owning that situation?
0: Absolutely. So, so diving back into the the story, the yeah, story, follow, man. Jump back to, in. to follow to follow all that up is. I decided at that point that I wanted to go create, you know, now that I surrounded myself with people, I've looked into, you know, Googled how to buy a house with no money. That's all <laughs> I could do right. <laughs> the power
1: and of Google I, university. I,
0: I found a network. Um, it's called Keyspire. It's a Canadian company up here. That's getting done. There. It's Scott McGilvery's thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to this. I don't care where it is when it was in Vancouver, which is a ferry right away for us about a four hour travel and went there, did the free course and they offer a, uh, you know, the next three day training. And I was like, You know what? I'm doing this. I don't care. My friends around me that I brought with me, like, man, you're crazy. You're gonna spend a thousand dollars on education? I'm like, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. That's actually
1: cheap. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe in the beginning, right? Let's let's see. In the beginning, for both of us, right? We're like, yeah, dude. I mean, five hundred was a nut to swallow, and I was like, now you got a thousand. I was like, oh, you know, there's people dropping. Like when you keep leveling up. Like I know for a fact, Grant, if he's, if Grant's paying for anybody to coach or train him, I don't even want to know what that dude's paying. I mean, it's, we're probably talking like at least five, six figures most likely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I did that. I went back for the the three-day training, met a guy there by the name of Ray Ostrander, who was the three-day coach. He was the guy doing the presentation for the real estate investing. And I enjoyed it so much. Came home was, there we go. There's Keith Spire there. That's him. Yeah, that's them. So. So I did this three, three day thing, came back, didn't quite want to sign up for the full program, came back. They were actually coming to Victoria, you know, in a few months. So I was like, great, I'm going to do it again. And my friend's like (laughs) another thousand. I'm like, yeah, but this time I'm going with somebody I want to partner with. Nice. I am 100% committed now that I knew what I wanted and listened to it and understood it. So I found one of my buddies who was always on that next entrepreneur level with me. I said, dude, you're coming to this course. Leveling up. Yeah, we did it. After the second day, he's like, dude, the first day he was like, I'm out, man. This is a gimmick. The second day he's like, dude, I'm in two feet. Let's do this. So it wasn't cheap. It's, you know, it's $20,000 to sign up for the network you get in it. And again, I didn't even skip a beat. I just jumped right into that $20,000 because I knew that if it was going to teach me at that point in my life. If it was going to teach me how to not be depressed and sad about the situations that I had, mm-hmm. I didn't care how much I had to spend.
1: Is this your boy? That's my boy there. That's uh, Steve. That's I business part. So I, that's why that's why I love the doing the video stuff for the YouTube people, man. I can screen Absolutely. share. I can work this stuff in. I was like, dude, it's like I got this. <laughs> yeah. So
0: so then we uh, we did the the course. It was awesome. They flew us out to Toronto to do a big networking again, networking event, and um we met so many great people that, you know, said, Hey, you guys are in Victoria. There's a lot of equity there. If you could figure out how to unlock that you guys are going to do just fine in life and real estate, figure out how to get other people's money to go buy real estate. So we came back, we started getting diving, you know, really even deeper into the stuff. And we found a quote that I really, really, really want to say is if you want to make a million dollars, help a million people first. And after that you will succeed very mm. similar to what my dad taught me. Right. Interesting. If you want to be um, successful, then you build your reputation, not your bank account.
1: I like that. You'll probably, we might even hear that at thrive because like very close one to that. I think it might not have been grant. It might've been uh, Phil McKiernan. One of the speakers last year's at thrive, make money matter. Again, we're name dropping the crap out of this to our listeners guys. Cause it's just a ridiculously amazing event. I, I just finally booked my flight there. Cause I, I have to go to a wedding now on Friday in Syracuse, New York, even though I live in Pennsylvania. So I'm gonna, I'm going out of state. Then I'm gonna get. I'm I'm gonna basically rent a one-way drop car so I can leave my fiance there with our friends that are all going to the same wedding, and then she could just hitch a ride back with them. And then I'm dropping the car. I had to figure out what airport I was gonna do, do a one-way to Vegas, and then I gotta figure. I still gotta figure out the one-way back to get back to Pennsylvania after the event. But I just need to make sure I I got my lockdown to get to the event.
0: (laughs) I heard that story in the last podcast. I'm like, oh man, this guy's legendary. I can't wait to chat with him.
1: Dude, you don't, you don't let anything hold you back. It's just a little more logistical adventures. Not a big deal. Uh, Shout out to, uh, you know, what's the, uh, I forget the app right now. But anyway, my point is, is the quote. He said, listen, you want to be a millionaire, but you feel like you need to have purpose in what you're doing. He's like, cool. He's like, but he's like, then don't make a million dollars. He's like, you make $2 million and you give a million away. Cause then you're still a millionaire and you gave away half your income. You got purpose. And I was like, that's pretty ball. That's pretty balls out. I love that. Yeah. I love absolutely, that. Absolutely.
0: absolutely." So we heard that saying, and we've just stuck with it now. So we created a brand. We were just going to buy real estate. Now we're like, let's go big. Let's create a brand. Let's create something around this. Where we can use my story about how to really start changing people's lives when a tragic thing happens to blowing it up into something bigger, right? Just because mm-hmm. something tragic happened doesn't mean your life's over. It just means you have to work harder. Right. And that's something people hate. People don't want to work hard. But that's what we're really helping people understand through what we're doing. And so we call ourselves the reinvestors, um, which is all about teaching people how to pull the equity out of their homes and reinvesting it into real estate. Reinvestors, dual name purpose there.
1: Very unique because there's been a lot of, um, uh, what's the the shark, Damon Damon John? Yeah. I went to one of his training events a couple of months ago. Apparently, he's got, also got a real real estate investment business kind of training program where basically, hey, Damon and all of his people, they have the money. They just need people to go find properties and invest them. So like basically, you use their money, but then you could buy the house, and then they yeah. get their percentage. It's, it's, and that's, apparently, that's not an uncommon system, but yours is very unique. The reinvestor thing is something all new. I didn't really thought about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, if you got a house and you've been very good with managing your money and you got equity in it, Why not instead of, instead of like here in the U.S. i S I'm very interested in this comparison real quick because here in the U S people will take their equity and then remortgage the house to try and get a lower percentage or they'll take the equity and say, Oh, I got all this equity. So I'm going to reinvest in my house and my property and then take some of that and remodel the kitchen and the bathroom. And I'm like, ah, you're, you're, but you're just increasing the debt cycle. So I, I get it, but I'm like, why don't you just save up the money and just pay for the bathroom remodel in cash? I don't know. I mean, what do you think about this type of stuff? Where I'm going with this? So,
0: absolutely. So this is this is my bread and butter. This is what I've been preaching now for. Um, yeah, teach for me, the, man. Uh, teach me. I need, a le- I need been to. I need to learn from a twenty
1: six twenty six year old hustler <laughs> from Canada, bro. All right. This is why I'm on the line right now with you. <laughs> this is. So so basically, the whole
0: thing is we call it dead money. So in Victoria, we've seen a lot of appreciation, similar to Vancouver. I'll use that market where people came in. Their their market was you know good. They got in, then it just appreciated, you know, so much, right? Mm-hmm. People are buying $500,000 homes that are now at 1.5 million.
1: Yeah. My client's so, client get- was saying that, man, he's like, it's beautiful up there. There's just ridiculous amounts of equity and money. There's people oh, building yeah. companies up there. He's like, it's doing quite well in the BC.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we took what that guy said of, Hey, if you could unlock the equity, you could do that. And so we're like, okay, how can we do this? So we're, I'm 26. My business partner's 29. There's no way, like we have no experience. We each own one house. Um, at this time I had rented my house out Smart. and started, and, and started, rent, yeah. And I started renting. I've, again, we're talking about commitment. I rented, I had a three bedroom, 1400 square foot townhouse, brand spanking new. I left that to go live in a three bedroom crack shack with <laughs> two other people. Cause you're and,
1: were you remodeling it or no,
0: no, oh. no. I just, it was just random people off Craigslist that were looking for a roommate. What? And I moved in there because I was paying five hundred bucks a month instead of seventeen hundred where I was living, and I was renting my house out for twenty-two hundred. So I started making five hundred dollars a month in positive cash flow on the house I had bought, which covered
1: your rent at the crack shack. Paid
0: for my rent at the crack shack, but I'm an entrepreneur, man. I'm never at home. I sleep in the bed. That's it. Yeah. So I, my truck is my house. That's nice. why I want a nice truck, right? There so, it is,
1: and it's a brand so, presence.
0: Totally, totally. So that was, you know, that's the commitment I was talking about. That I was willing to do whatever. All my friends at like, Grand, you want a house? Why are you living here? You know, like are you crazy? And I'm like, yeah, but this is going to help me take it to the next level. So then we decided that in order to get accredited and you'll see here, we needed to start hosting meetups. That was the best way to get in. And, and not being the expert, we knew, Hey, if we bring experts in to speak on topics, hmm. we become the expert and accredited a good way to get ahead and get people to trust you is by being more educated.
1: You're than them, serving right? other people first, right? You're not Absolutely. trying to sell them on you and what you do. Let that come through naturally. This Absolutely. is like, I'm impressed that, I mean, is this what you learned from their training or is Not this something you guys start figuring but out on your own? We,
0: we learned the the basics of real estate investing about, you know, renting your house out, renting somewhere else and taking that cash flow. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, that's a pretty common thing now that a lot of millennials are talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, so a lot of the education side, but a lot of the business model and business plan was me and my business partner sitting down going, how do we make it happen there is no oh we can't it's how do we and Mm -hmm. that's a big mind shift right we talked about mindset wellness show already that being able to say how can we not oh i can't was a big difference so we created this meetup group we started with i don't know eight people in the back of uh a white spot back room and we're like okay great we got eight people that's eight more than we expect
1: wait what's a light spot is that like a a chain up there or well,
0: yeah it's like a restaurant chain
1: oh okay okay I don't know.
0: and um <laughs> yeah and so oh, man we're in different um, countries <laughs> yeah totally i forget about that so and then the key spire unlocked a big network of people so we're pretty fortunate on that end um that we were able to take leverage on that network again networking so we could go through and message people in victoria and say hey we've got this real estate investing group that we're trying to create we want to educate you and we're going to take care of all the tough stuff we're bringing the experts in we've got the room we've got everything we found a free room suddenly went to 10. 20, 30 people in the room within nice. three And we're like, holy smokes, we actually are onto something here. Now we started putting, I don't know, I think our last event, we had like 70 or 80 people um, at a paid event where we had, you know, all these, like we had like one of the best mortgage brokers in Canada come out and speak. Well, because
1: the, the trick, you, the little underlying little nugget that I don't want us, to, our entrepreneurs that are listening to, to miss here. And uh, maybe I'm pulling a little best practice from JLD. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the point is, is like, dude, you guys want to decide let's serve people first. Let's tap into our existing network to get a decent headcount and just get some buzz started. Plus, the photographs you take, the videos you may take, shows that you guys actually have people showing up at these events. Now you've got something to cross-pollinate and show off. and. Yeah. So people usually like to go to events that other people are going to. So that's easily. and then you scale it up. And that's what I'm hearing from you right now. It's like, hey, man, we got, yeah, probably your first group or two probably didn't have a lot of return out of it. That's fine. You just got to prove that you're willing to get people in there and people see that people are coming. And then it should only go from there, go up.
0: Absolutely. And and again, that whole help a million people to make a million dollars was, okay, we're not going to charge these people mad amount of money to come to these events. Let's do it for free. Let's get them in the room. Let's educate them. And let's see if we can help them take their lives to the next level.
1: Now, is this photo that we're looking at here? Is this at one of those restaurants or is it a different venue? Because I I see a a podium here, and like an art gallery and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was our actual first big event. That was our Christmas mixer we set up that year. Okay. And um, the lady in those photos actually is in Victoria as well. She's created uh, what's a group called REN, the Women's Real Estate Network. Uh, The one
1: down the bottom here or this one here? I can't see your screen on that one there. It is... Like at the top photo, uh, one second. Let me share my screen. That would help. I thought I was still sharing. <laughs> For your benefit, so I'm on your Instagram feed. There we go. So, there are you. we talking about this, the top Im- top image here, or are we talking uh, about like? No, there was
0: this one. Uh, oh, a different picture there that you didn't have. Oh, uh, that, from it on your Instagram. This one. Uh, yeah, that lady right there. There you go. Yeah. So she founded Wren, and so um, what? Well, that's a woman's real estate network. So we've kind of combined because we're both. Coming at the same angle of wanting to help people, and she's
1: got a it. different niche. She's female yeah. focused,
0: hundred percent. So we're kind of combining stuff. So she actually produced the first real estate investment expo in Victoria, and nice. Stephen Howard big sponsors of it. We're a big name, brought a lot of people in. They brought in very very well known. Uh, it's called Rain, the real estate investment network, yeah, which is uh, across Canada. Here it's Don Campbell, Patrick Franzi, and uh, those real estate moguls for for Canadian content yeah and um, so it really put a staple in what we were doing and so this year we were lucky enough to ask to co-produce it that's us at one of our other meetups there so we had a lineup out the door
1: yeah like
0: who would have figured we're renting you know $300 venues bringing in these sponsors. I was gonna say that's
1: the check-in table isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah
0: we're, we're we're killing it again. I, that, again, the same thing, we charged 20 bucks to come to that event,
1: nice. but they got,
0: they got food, sandwiches, they got drinks, they got a ton of stuff. We had all of our VIPs come in.
1: I got to teach so cool. you the power of proper hashtagging, man, You because you, <laughs> you don't have any good hashtag. That's a whole different I conversation. Know. Let's stay on focus. Let's stay so, on
0: focus. So let's talk about the hashtag again. So creating that movement, um, because of all this stuff that set us up, mm-hmm. we were asked by somebody, why are you guys going so big? Like, like you guys went from just like, Hey, let's just buy some properties to we're going to change so many lives. We're going to change a million people's lives by getting them to invest in real estate and get returns better than the bank, better than RSPs. That's a whole different podcast. Right. Sure. Um, and so we're like, Oh yeah, well we have to go big. If we're going to give big, our goal is we want to give back to everyone. We want to share the story. We want to help people change their lives.
1: Oh yeah. Let's say you were adopting a dollar for dollar campaign. Like that's legit. Yeah. Like that's, you need some serious dough to go dollar for dollar because totally, it goes totally. back to that. Hey, 2 million for 1 million, right? Dollar for dollar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll take one step back here. I missed a part there. So after all this Keyspire stuff and all this going on, um, me and my business partner went on to close, um, four what's, your, what's your partner's name? Steve, Steve.
1: Okay. We'll just call him no, Steve. Me, uh, that's my second Steve. name, by the way. Everybody calls oh. me Steve. If they forget Scott, for some reason, everybody calls <laughs> me Steve. I guess I look like a Steve. So I, I like so, it. Let's go.
0: So Steve and I went on to buy, um, four uh, rental properties, um, wow. over eight months, uh, totaling 12 doors. So if you include my rental door, we had 13 doors, five properties and, um, all that's through joint venture partnering. So we're helping people buy into real estate. Um, and that. That, is
1: that, was that your income or your resources buying those rentals? Or that was your network of, of that's equity? our network.
0: That's our, so, so basically, uh, we make a, um, a partnership with our friends and families mm-hmm. that are involved with us and say, look, you have the capital, we have the whereabouts and the time and the network. Why don't you, um, put up the money, we'll do all the work and then we'll split the profit 50, 50. Interesting. Again, different, different concept, different thing. But if you're someone with money, like we're offering returns better than what the bank's paying anyways. So what's it matter? Yeah. And, um, and so we, uh, so we ended up doing that. We ended, just closed on a fiveplex here in Victoria um, that we're renovating. Uh, we closed two vacant lots in another town where we're going to develop now. And, um, we actually just locked up our first apartment building.
1: Um, it's like the game of monopoly. Is it monopoly or the game of yeah. life? Which one is it? Where
0: monopoly, you- monopoly houses yeah. to an apartment building. Yeah, there you go. exactly. So, um, before we did that, my mentor, that Ray Ostrander guy I was talking about, you want to talk about the power of just being, you know, positive and out there. Ray, I, I went back to the second key spire thing with Steve now. Ray saw me. He's like, hey, I saw you at that last one. What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. We caught up, told him how dedicated I was, what I was doing. He calls me in August after this, that was all in May. He calls me in August, goes, hey, is this Randy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, my name's Ray Ostrander. You might remember me. I'm the three day coach from Keyspire. Hey, right? mm-hmm. why does this guy have any business calling me? Right? I'm Victoria. I know nothing. He's like, I'm coaching a, a coaching and mentor training program. I'd love for you to be a part of it. You're going to be one of the first five people to do this program. Dude, why does this guy have? I have no one rental building. All this, so I fly out to him. again on the spot. Because I didn't. You're,
1: ask. you're actually taking action and implementing. And, yeah. and Let me go back to the point of taking action. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, and so I flew he, on the phone. He said, I, "You have one day to make a decision because I need to fill the spot." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm in. I don't care what the price is. I don't." He's like, "Okay, hey, you got to fly out to Toronto in two weeks." I'm like, "Oh shoot, yeah, okay, I'm in." So I flew out to Toronto. I'm in a room with, um all you know five other guys four other guys that were well you know one guy's done over 100 real estate transactions yep. um, another guy has like 24 doors another girl had like seven deals done and then there's me i knew nothing man but just by that power
1: and that's when i asked but escalated. you know more than probably 60% of the people that you knew prior to starting all this so that does um, it does define I, a value
0: i knew more than you know i won't say more but i knew as much as the people in the room the only difference was they took action, and I didn't. So Ray pulled me outside. I'm like, Ray, what am I? I have no business being here. And he says, Yes, you do, Randy. You have what it takes. You just didn't get educated. Hmm. You needed a mentor. You needed somebody to show you this is what you do. So,
1: you needed a new circle of influence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So when he sat me outside and said, the only difference between these people in the room and you out here with me, they took the action, and you didn't. Hmm. I went home. And that's when we closed those all those properties in eight months. Like it just went from like zero to a hundred in eight months because of that one conversation.
1: So we're hinting at the power and let's be real. This doesn't happen after every event or every coaching opportunity or every training session. But the point is you get out of your comfort zone. You went to a training event. You thought you weren't viable for your coach. there basically flipped the switch. You left, you started implementing new practices and in less than a year you leveled up.
0: Absolutely. So going back to my
1: earlier point, you took action. <laughs>
0: and that's and that's why, I, um, so my new movement that I'm tuned, that, I Go Big to Give Big, everything like that, the only difference between me and my high school friends, the only difference between me and maybe yourself is we take action. That's right. the only difference, right? May, I went through an unfortunate circumstance to hit that thrive of, I have to do this because I have to live big enough for the both of us, right? right. Again, that's a Cole Hatter statement there. That I had all this in my head before I met. Cole's, you know, I heard of a podcast with Cole Hatter and was like, man, this guy's story is so similar to mine. Yeah. And that's, what's really changed my car. Yeah, he
1: unfortunately lost yeah. a very good friend in that car accident. And and, yeah. and, and, and he almost ended up being paralyzed for most of his life. And, you know, we hinted at some of that in his episode. Uh, but I'm always telling people like you don't have to go through that kind of trauma. I mean, luckily people who do go through that trauma, like yourself and him and others, have found a way to turn it to a positive shift in in their life cycle uh but that's part of what we're talking about here is that and i'm hearing from you is like man like you don't have to take it to that level you don't need that like why you don't need to as weird as this sounds you don't need to wait for that unfortunately to happen we're not telling you to do that but we're just saying okay stop waiting and start doing little things go to a coaching event go to an educational event Go get an Audible account and download an audio book. And the next, instead of putting on Pandora or whatever radio station or satellite radio you're listening to in your car, maybe for the next thirty minutes in that car drive, you start a new chapter of a new book. I don't know. Just take action.
0: That's and that's if if I could give one advice to the people on the podcast, and and I know that's going to come down the road, but it's it's just take action and and get educated. Find something that you have a niche in, even if you don't know what you want to do, but just find something if it's isogenics or if it's something like that, where you make yourself accountable and whatever you do pushes you yeah. to take that next step, right? Get uncomfortable, get out of the comfort zone and you'll suddenly just see a whole different world. Man, the people that live in that comfort zone are so sheltered.
1: Well, it cracks me up because what you, you brought a good point there is get educated, right? So part of this taking action thing is this, a lot of people, especially because I'm such a health nut. I don't know how much of our episodes you've actually listened to, but obviously we don't always just talk about thrive and and, yeah. and business, right? We're health, business, and lifestyle. I really geek out on biohacking and bringing in biologists and PhDs that know way more than we do about reaching that peak performance, right? Because all the top performers in business usually have some other things going on in their healthy lifestyle, right? Because you got to fuel the body, right? You got to fuel the mind, right? Like, you expect to reach peak performance in your business or your life or your romance or whatever. Like you need a body and a mind that's performing like a freaking Lamborghini to get you there. Okay. Or a Ferrari. Maybe you you make your choice or hell, you know what? Let's go Tesla. Let's go clean energy. Um, Whatever (laughs) the point is like, but the whole point worth making here is are you getting educated? Cause you, it goes back to a very old quote. Like you can't knock it till you try it. How do you know you don't want to be a real estate investor? Maybe get a couple of books and read it. If yeah. after you read them or listen to them audio and you say, you know what? I'm just not really that excited about it. Well, cool. Cause you at least got yourself educated enough to realize that it's just not vibing, but maybe you, maybe instead of real estate investment, you want to be a, have a nutritional business or you want to build a network marketing business. I mean, it's not just, we love Isogenics, but it could be another platform. I don't care. Yeah. I've had people on here from, uh, uh, uh the beach body stuff. I, I don't, I don't recommend it, but, I'm not going to knock them. They're building something that is building a potential freedom down the road for themselves while they still have the nine-to-five job. Totally. Right. Think outside the box. Start learning. Uh, Get educated.
0: That was – so I um, want to talk more about networking. I listened to one of Grant Cardone's um, podcasts, and on there was a guy from Vancouver, BC, that called in, said, Hey, dude, I'm 26 years old. I make six figures. I'm a big deal, you know, chatting, whatever. Mm. He said – Grant says, Well, where can people reach out to you? Hit me up on Facebook. So I, you know, network, Hey, reach out to this guy in Vancouver. Hey man, I'd love to get your time. Five times I had to reach out to him before he even responded to me. So thank you for responding to the first one. Appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but I'm, I'm dedicated, right? I knew that I had to talk to this guy because he had something I wanted. Yeah. Did he tell you why it took five times? Um, again, I just reached out to him after the fifth time, all the message back was, Hey, I'm driving in Toronto tomorrow for two
1: hours. Call me. Yeah. So was it. Here's here's the advantage of you. I've literally got my. I still have to get my inbox cleaned up uh, with all my <laughs> yeah. co-hosts because I told you all of a sudden I'm getting yeah. blown up, which is awesome. I appreciate that, but I got to screen this stuff. And um, you just luckily hit me when I was in the inbox and you rolled in. But then a past co-host, literally while I was reading your email, a past co-host Teo Roxon, shout out to Teo in New York City, um, powerful speaker on diversity because uh, he he grew up in, Ara- in Africa and he was a uh, um, not a missionary. What's the political position where you, you represent other countries? His father was a uh, uh, ambassador. His father was an ambassador, drastic, so he was yeah. like an ambassador's son. Anyway, point is like he he just recommended like two or three other people, and I'm like, all right, dude. I don't. I was like, good. I was like, you need to go to the website. That's why I launched the website. Go to the scheduler. Give me all your details so I could skim it over. I don't have time to read emails back and forth. Like, just follow the. Yeah. I have a system. Follow it for me. So anyway, you just luckily hit me and I skimmed you over and I'm like, dude, I like this. I'm digging it. Yeah, let's just get this guy in. Take action. So, But the point is this. I was wondering if he was making you work for it because let's all be real. We, oh, talk, we talk about this in the sales process, right? Most, the average salesperson or person in life with no experience usually gives up in the first three to four attempts. Hell, a lot of people just to get one or two, like, oh, they're not available. The process may take nine, 10, 12 follow-ups. If it's really worth it for you, it might take that much. But when you, when you get there, it'll be worth it. If usually if it takes me 12 times to follow up on something to finally nail it or close a deal, that's a significant deal. The the ones worth getting usually take more work. So that guy, it took you five follow-ups because clearly he's got a major impact on you right now.
0: And, and, man, once I got that phone call, the guy gave me two hours of his time driving. The whole, car, the whole
1: car? Nice. The
0: whole car, right, man. And the reason why he had to hang up is because he had a call with Jared Glent, who's Grant Cardone's number one guy, because he is now a representative for Grant Cardone. Nice. So I'm, like, like, how was that? Again, he's driven and works hard and motivated, and he knew that he wanted to go work for Grant Cardone. So that's why he phoned in every day and trying to get in on the show and stuff. So, But I want to touch on what he mentioned to me. Yeah. And and one of those things was you got to cleanse your mind before you can do anything in life. So as you got to take everything from the past, you got to take everything that's negative in your life and bugs you. You got to get it out, whether that's counseling or through landmark, um, development, daily motivation, like all these things. So you have to go cleanse. You have to go get it out of your system. And then as soon as you get it out, you have to pump yourself full of good stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was my counseling. So I still go to my counselor to this day using this advice that this guy given me he said, go cleanse. So I go to my counselor. I lay it all on the table for an hour. One hour, I can be upset, depressed, do whatever, just say, this is what's going on in my life that isn't okay. And then the minute I walk out of there, it's happy podcast, motivated. Everyone's fantastic, great, doing everything good. So I'm always in a positive mind outside of that room. But it's allowed allowed me to really become one with myself. I don't want to get spiritual too much on this because it's not what it's about. It's just about... You have to get rid of that negativity in your mind and put the positive stuff in. Basically, a cleanse for your mind.
1: Well, I, I like this point because it's everything we've been discussing, right? But taking action, doing self education. You hinted at your meditation. Uh, one of my newer best practices over the past few months was, you know, I've I've heard people talk about grounding and earthing and and like how our bodies resonate at a certain frequency and the earth resonates at a certain frequency and. Because of years of wearing these new modern shoes, you're not in touch with your Mother Earth. It sounds very you know healthy, crunchy yogi, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I can't knock it till I try it. So three months ago, I always do my my morning uh, Ionic Supreme, you know, uh, yeah. tea, and I was like, you know, I I basically heat up my water, I I get it in powder form, and I start I basically drink it just like a tea. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it anyway in the morning. Why not walk out into the backyard, barefoot after I wake up first thing in the morning, and go drink it out there in the sunrise. So. My fiance thinks I'm weird and crazy. Um, but I was like, I'm gonna drink the tea anyway. The problem is most people, first thing in the morning they think they're hustling, they go right to the computer. And that was me. I'll go make my tea and I go right to the computer and start working. I was like, Nope. I'm gonna you know I just woke up. Usually when you first wake up, the whole day starts like rambling into your brain, like, oh, I gotta do this, this, this. I'm like, nope. So this is my new best practice, something I'll share with you. It's like, okay, Ionic Supreme. Step outside, and I gotta tell you, I've been doing it for like two, three months now. Now, like when I step out into the grass, and maybe it's because they're cold and crisp—I don't know what it is—but I, I feel like a jolt, dude. I'm like, dude, I love that. I was like, I, love I was that. like, first sip, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's freaking do this. I was like, I don't know what it is. Like I don't say that out loud because I don't wake anybody yeah. up. Because I'm up there like oh, sunrise. Dude. I was like, hey, you know what? I could do this. It, it, it rained this week. I do on the wet grass. Um, uh, if it's, uh, cold out, who cares? Like, actually they tell you this, like, you know, cold treatment's actually good for you. I don't care. I haven't done in the snow yet. It's not winter yet. It's coming though. So we'll see what happens, but I've been loving it, man. I it's become my frequency. So it's,
0: it's so again, that's meditation isn't meant to be a spiritual thing. It's not, you have to be of a certain, you know, religion or something to meditate. Dude, I just YouTube five minute guided meditation, put it on gratitude, five minute of gratitude. I put it on. That's how I wake up. Every morning, and that's how you start your day. Your day is represented by how your morning is.
1: Yeah, so before I even start doing that, because I, I suck at the traditional meditation. I was like beating myself up about it. I'm like, you know what? Cool. Maybe I just need to find the state of meditation that works well for me, right? Yeah. So I had tried, I, I downloaded, like a, I think it was a free app. I think it's called Free Healing, and then like a number two. And yeah. I, it, what it was was I found it on a, on a blog, and they said, listen, sometimes you got to start with just three to five minutes a day. Yeah. so like this app I think it's only like a it's only like a couple of minute long just you know transient music just playing in the background and letting you Zen out so when I'm in my car I'll just like coming out of a meeting and I got time like you know I'm just gonna sit there close my eyes play this and see what happens so I was doing that and I haven't done that in a couple of months since I started doing the grounding thing because now like yeah it's the first thing in the morning and yep. I was like oh well now I've already got my head cleared then I walk in you know put the the teacup or my coffee cup in the in the sink and then I start getting the day flowing. And so I just realized as we're talking here, I'm like, huh, that is my meditation. Even if I'm just sitting there drinking a tea, staring, staring into the backyard, at this, I'm like, "I'm not, my phone's not with me. I make sure it stays away from me. I'm not in front of my computer. And I have to do that until the tea is gone. That is my, my time. I was timing yeah. it. Now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make it last for the whole cup of tea or Ionic Supreme. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, there, that's awesome, a little that. hack
0: to try out, man. I love that. And that's, and that's the biggest thing again, from that, that meditation standpoint is it, it doesn't have to be anything. Literally it could just be ocean noises.
1: Yeah. Just yeah, focus on
0: breathing and just, just check out a life for five
1: minutes. That's the biggest thing, man. You gotta check out. Quiet the mind. Quiet. the Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm loving this, man. This is awesome. We're geeking this out. Dude, I'm, I'm so fired up for freaking thrive. It's like, it's, it's going to be a whole different caliber because actually there's another gentleman that is, I'm going to call his episode, The Mortgagepreneur. His name is Shane Kidwell. I've already recorded with him. He's going to be coming out here, I think, it's either Friday or it's Monday. I think he's on Monday's episode coming up. Um, but he's uh, he's here in the U.S. though, but he's he works with a company called Fairway i don't know if you're <laughs> fairway but yep. it's kind of like you guys like there's an organization they teach you how to become better at mortgages and stuff like that but then you can launch your own entrepreneurial business within it right it's oh, like sweet. so he's a fairway guy using their platform but it's his yeah. business and he's building a team of people so he's working obviously in the real estate market but specifically around the mortgages and he's a former firefighter so uh who like like uh cole had yep. gotten injured firefighting so we're geeking out and i was like have you heard of thrive so i told him like he's got to come i already emailed him the link I, I i messaged him over instagram i'm like hey i promised you i'd message you after our call after we finished this whole call and i was like guys like dude i was like you got to get down there man i was like you're gonna vibe in this community like at a whole different level so and he said at the end of our podcast he's like you know he's like i this sounds like a thing i gotta attend i was like yeah you need to attend
0: well <laughs> nice. i'll say on that on that one last note here is um you want to talk about the, the hustle in the ground on the side hustle? Yeah. Dude, I, say, I say GenX for me was only ever a business that I can build an income in to go build my self-development. So I've paid to go down to Las Vegas twice now in two months. There you go. Through, through that side income, I'm going again to the 10X Growth Con. I'm going to all these conferences, 100% fueled by side hustle income. It has no impact on my life for me to go down there and do these things. Thank you. Other than it's my side hustle, man. That's you all I need.
1: Now, uh, now, a guy on my team right now, He's like, well, he's like, because I told you earlier how he didn't hit the 100, uh, the minimum of 100 points. Like, again, or listeners, guys, like you could just be a happy consumer and order whatever product you want. But if you want to get like credit for like the referrals and get cash back that's how i call i call it yeah. cash back dude like yeah, totally. you're gonna spend the money on the supplements anyway and you're you're trying to get healthy so it's like why not make some of the money back so you have a little bit less of a monthly bill anyway so he didn't order 100 points so he's not accumulating any of the points of all the people that i've added below him because and you know how the system works yeah and i was like dude I was like, i was gonna throw him a referral for free and the point was he's like well he's like you know money's been tight i was like okay isn't that why you're doing this business. Well, he's like, I just, you know, uh, you know, I finished the first Isobody, So they sent me the $200 gift card. So I've been using the stuff from that. I'm like, I, I warned you. I was like, dude, that's just your free stuff. Like use that to try some new fun stuff. Use yeah. it for like, for your, for an educational event. I've invited him to two isogenics events. Hasn't showed up. My long story short, I'm not ripping on them. I'm just going back to the point where some people say that they're ready to make a difference in their lives and make a change. And then life gets in the way, but the resilient ones are going to realize okay shit happens i'm going to get over it and get back in the game and that's Boy. where you know if and when he listens to this episode i'm calling him <laughs> out that way because i love him and we've done a lot of cool stuff together already and he's a big fan and i i got i have to i got to share this tough love cuz you're making a great point here it's like dude It's your side hustle. You can do whatever you want with that money. If you just want to credit it back towards your monthly expense of ordering supplements so it's not as much as you thought, because it's like, all right, dude, if you sign up one person a month, that's like an extra, you know, whatever the hell the referral is in the package, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you get a little bit of money back, so you're not getting the full bill, but you're not having the vision. Like, you don't create a turnkey business overnight. Sorry, this takes years. I've been doing this since 2010, okay? Yeah. So- I love that you're emphasizing that because you've said, you know what, instead of using that to credit myself back on my supplements, I'm like, no, I'm gonna spend that money anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna take that those profits and fuel my education, my event income. So I love that. That's awesome.
0: Dude, I met I met more people. Just in that one event down in Vegas for celebration for the Isogenics event. Yeah. Dude, it's a life changing event. You go to that event, you walk
1: out of there, a whole dude, different. Place. I joke around. Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins was there. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Tony You know how much that guy gets freaking paid to come to an event? Trust me. Yeah. Isogenics, they invested. They invest in celebration every oh, year. They bring dude. in world class events and educators like that. And that was powerful. And I really felt guilty because I'm like, dude, I have a chance to go see Tony Robbins again at my own company event. But I was like, all right, the schedule didn't work out. And maybe that's an excuse, but the point is, is like, I'm still, my business never gets less than two, uh, you know, hundred points order. Yeah. It's a part of my life. Okay. It's not a big deal because I know there's going to be the highs and the lows, but I love the fact that you made a very valid point here. And it could be, it could be isogenics. It could be, uh, again, we, I had someone on the show who's a beach body person yeah. and they agreed with me. Like, listen, these companies are more than just healthy supplements. It's, it's a self-development company you it's it, that's surrounded by nutrition. <laughs> that's how I yeah. look at it. Like that's why I, I tell people all the time, like my entrepreneurial spirit that's been building with the fuel and everything else. I can thank isogenics for a big chunk of that. I felt kind of lost. I didn't know what I was going and where I was going to go next. And I thought maybe isogenics was the vehicle and yeah, I'm not one of the isogenics millionaires, but it's still my side hustle because I still use their products. I still promote it. I still help other people get healthy. I'm trying to help other people make some money out of it as well and build their freedom but it's also it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle for whatever you want to use it for. And if nothing else, use it for the freaking self development. And that's what you just said right there, man. That like was, you got self development so well, out of it.
0: The back part of that conversation with that guy that gave me the advice that I phoned five times or whatever, he said, dude, network marketing, network marketing is a cult. It's a cult. But look at you can call your friend group that goes to the bar every Friday night. A cult. A cult. Yeah. And what cult would you rather be a part of? The cult that's so inspirational, talking Tony Robbins, talking motivation, talking entrepreneurial side hustle, all this stuff, or your friends that are going out to the bar trying to pick up chicks and going home yeah. empty feeling at the end of the night? Dude, obviously, I want to put my, like, yeah, it's a cult. I'm in it. Let's do it. And and I don't well, mean that. It cracks
1: right me up. But- do, do you want to be in the cult where there's like some kind of weird priest dude and like he's hooking up with like 10 different wives and like that kind of cult? Or like you said, the ones that are they're going nowhere in their life, uh, but they say, well, like, I have a friend of mine. He's like, well, dude, he's like, You're just too busy all the time, man. You got to come out to the bar. And I'm like, I'll come out to the bar when I want to. I don't need to go to the bar, okay? If I got something in, like a big event coming up, a big speaking opportunity, hanging out with you tonight, right? It's like, dude, I'm in production mode, bro. Like, I'm in the zone and I'm loving it. I'm not unhappy. It's different if I was unhappy. If I was doing this because it felt like work, I wouldn't be doing it. Okay? Absolute. The podcast for me is not monetized. I self, I self sponsor myself. I joked around about it earlier, but I'm like, guys, like, dude, this is a platform to create change. And this is my platform. This is my show. I can say shit ass, whatever I want you can as well as a word. Cause I don't believe yeah. in editing. I keep it real. I'm not the F bomb King Gary V. Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, that does come out once in a while. Cause I I also tell people too, like I'm not going to edit it out because dude, if you get that fired up and that passionate, I don't wanna hold that back. We're keeping it real, man. If it happens, it happens. This 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 show isn't for a 10 year old, okay? It's okay, man. Like you can listen to some aggressive, positive people getting fired up because this is about creating change. And that's why I wanted to connect with you, man, because you're in my target audience and you're already making major shifts and changes and influencing crazy, crazy cool change, man. Cause like that's one of my yeah. goals is that there's a lot of real estate people who go to that Thrive, make money in a matter of fact. That's not the target. That just, just happens to happen because of Cole Hatter's influence cool. in the real yeah. estate market too. But it's like, yeah. I'm eventually going to add this into my my circle of influence, of financial influence uh, because it's about creating the residual income streams, the financial freedom, the uh, income diversity. You know, People talk about, oh, you got to diversify your uh, investment portfolio. I'm like, how about I diversify my income portfolio?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, And again, that's what we... The whole point of what we've created is again we're really trying to change people's lives and everything you just said diversify try this learn self-development learn how to come this don't get down on yourself be positive every day you know be really gratitude is the you know the the best drug in the world and i live by that saying when when i get on the phone now um, last week i did an experiment i phoned every first person of the day that i called i asked i didn't say hey what's up i said hey what are the three things you're grateful for today Dude, my day was ten times better just by asking them that question and getting their responses. It's like, oh, I'm so thankful for my family, where I live, what I'm doing. And, you know, I went and played golf right after, and I'm like, this is incredible.
1: It's super like, cool hearing how other people think. Drug. Yeah, yeah, like hearing how other people are thinking about that question. It is pretty inspiring. Cause Because yeah. that's a great point. Like maybe your brain isn't there yet that day at that time of day. It's like, man, I really need to figure this out, but I have it. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna ask somebody else that. Because then as soon as they get going, boom, it rewires your brain. So, Because they're already answering the question. You've helped rewire their brain, and then their responses help rewire your brain. And next thing you know, you're both on the same wavelength. You're enjoying a great game of golf. You're grateful for life. You're grateful for the freedom, the happiness you have, the financial freedom you're creating, the influence on others. All these positive things come out of that. But it all starts here. Absolutely. Where's your brain at? Again, listeners, guys, again, the reinvestors. .ca. .ca is canada okay so we have a lot of us listeners but guys we have .coms and there's there's .ca okay so <laughs> just like if you went to um, new zealand it's nz.nz yeah. so go to australia .au so there's your little very very small website instruction on domain names
0: <laughs> and I'll make a, a little short plug here if that's cool on on yeah, if anybody if anyone wants to reach out uh, I'd love to have a consultation with people about either you know, personal development, branding, isogenics, whatever from Canada, um, as well as if people want to come out to Victoria, I know, it's a very small market, but we are hosting the Real Estate Investment Expo on March 3rd in 2018, and we are actually oh, co producing it this So we are the guys making it happen. So. No,
1: I think you got a very interesting niche. The reinvestor concept is something that I don't really have. I never heard anybody really say that before. I mean, it's kind of obvious. It's like, well, if you got the equity and you have the income, it's like, oh, Duh. i'm sure people have already doing it but they never really created a brand around yeah. it so dead, dead as a money. marketing guy solid work brother i mean that's i love the tagline that's a great great keyword uh we got to help you get the marketing out there a little bit better though get some some, uh, some hashtags get some more instagram followers because that's all part of it the visuals are very very important so um and i like yeah. it at the bottom of your main page here team man together everyone achieves more make it happen okay so you've listened to the show before. We've been yapping for a while. It's over an hour. This happens a lot more lately. <laughs> not, not as bad as the MapCon event where it was over freaking two hours and that one's going to be airing in the next couple of weeks. But listen, it's all about you, man. You're the co-host of the show. It's been great getting to know you better before we end up at Thrive, Make Money Matter. Um, but we've we got a great backstory on you. We clearly understand what you're doing, why you're doing it. But if you had to sum up everything that you're going next forward with, Right. And say, okay, if everybody forgot everything, your story on the show today, or maybe they just like fast-forwarded, and then they're only going to listen to the final words of the show, what what is your final message to our listeners? What is the message you're trying to get out to the world? You're trying to leave behind, whatever it may be.
0: You're gonna you're gonna love this one for Thrive coming up, man. It's that simple hashtag: Go Big to Give Big. I can't give enough in my life if I'm making forty thousand dollars a year, but if I go big. And I can make abundance, and that'll allow me to give back. And I don't mean that in the sense of just like, I want to go donate to charity. It allows me to create a podcast. It allows me to create this meetup group where people don't have to pay to come into it. So because I am going big, I'm able to give so much more. And people lose that mindset that we're going so big to make money and become millionaires. No, we're going big so we can really help create a movement of people coming up and inspiring their lives.
1: Dude, I love that, man. Go big so you can give big. Yeah. That's solid. Well, hang tail, I'll give you a proper goodbye. To our listeners, okay, thereinvestors.ca. That is Randy, a.k.a. Ran, as I've been hearing on the show today. So, again, to our listeners, guys, that's Ran Molland of The Reinvestors. Check him out online. Everything's going to be linked into the show notes. you got to go big to give big. But seriously, if you guys are considering a powerful event this year, come hang out with us at Thrive Make Money Matter in Las Vegas at the end of this month all right so listen in get fired up live an epic life go big to give big thanks for hanging out with Rand and i keep living the fired up epic life we'll talk to you guys again soon Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher and get us the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future. Future as live the fuel grows so again subscribe submit a review stay in touch heck on that point go visit live the fuel tank.com live the fuel tank.com that will take you to the link to our private facebook group community where you can join and i can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world all right last quick little piece here for you guys some extra value one Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there, we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7's resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle, and two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com and number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there, and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please, and thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, My nutritional and health alignment with IsoGenics since 2010, Uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate it company i don't care where you are in the world you can use their services we're talking about serious white glove level services i've moved all of my it solutions over to them and i outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road and lastly but not leastly david studio if you have no clue who this guy is guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David D-A-V-I-D studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We haven't just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's, I believe, pronounced Emin and uh, Fickick, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour, or more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at LiveTheFuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at
1: Live the Fuel. Live the fired up, epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.